here we are again, everyone. Another week closer to death. Um, the pubs are now open. So who went? Who went to the pub this fine weekend? Nope. No. No. Not no. No one. But, um... None of the four of us went to the pub. <laughs> No, no. On a pub no. uh, podcast. I, thought, I, th- I was thinking the people who are desperate to get to the pub are probably the most dangerous people in society. So <laughs> yeah. I thought we'd leave it for a few days. Unhinged. Yeah. I think the most mm. legendary. I did contemplate going down the pub at six in the morning, but ultimately I wussed out. Did you see about yeah. um, this landlord who opened to reopen his pub, but it was destroyed by a car overnight? Like a car just went in straight into the side of his uh, pub. What, just crashed through the window? No. Yeah, this happened on the 4th of July. Oh, fuck that, that is cool, man. You've just reminded me of one of the best pieces of graffiti in Crouch... Was it Crouch... No, not Crouch... Yeah, it was Crouch End when um, George Michael. No, that's Hampstead. That's Hampstead on the snappy snaps when it said wham. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for stealing that. Thanks, Chris. Just because I'm getting all the good reviews, you're there jumping in. Shutting you down. Do you know know about the toilet? Do you know about the toilet up there, Gareth, up the heath? No. It's it's well known for cottaging and it's where you know when he got mm. he got done didn't he in the early noughties for soliciting gay sex up the heath and okay. um <laughs> to this i was walking on the heath one day and and, and a random was like oh do you don't know about the toilet and i was like the what he's like oh have you not have you not seen the glory hole it's like pardon have you not seen the glory hole <laughs> and I, was, I went i went into the loo with a stranger and he goes to the stalls goes there you go mate that's the glory hole george michael used <laughs> And it's cut into the toilet with faith written above it. It's stunning. Did he charge you? That man definitely used that. Oh, glory I hope hole. they've got one of those blue plaques. I wish it had a blue plaque. Oh, no, no, no. It's like the blue plaque covers the glory hole in a hinge and you lift it up and it, and it reveals it. The posh way for anonymous sexual. Hookups. Just like a little springy. Yeah. <laughs> Stunning. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, um, Nolan, do you want to go ahead and introduce this week's guest? Oh, this week's guest is an absolute legend of the game, of the theatre game, in fact. Man, she's been all around Europe and the oh, UK, yeah. dancing her way, educating her way to, to stardom. It's the wonderful Jess Heesman. I wouldn't Ooh. say educating, but thank you very much. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> That's what you want to hear from the, <laughs> from the star of educational fear. Yeah. I wouldn't say educating. I wouldn't say educating. It was more like indoctrination. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've influenced too many kids. I think they've looked at me and gone, that's not what I want to do. And uh, left there. Well, you've just well, influenced no. them the opposite way. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Still an I've told them, to, <laughs> yeah. told them to stay in school and study hard. And here we go. Here I am, the educator of Europe. The master <laughs> of reverse psychology. Because <laughs> yeah. everyone's yeah. <laughs> you? Where have you been? Because you, France, you've, you've been... Yeah, France was our, pretty much was the main place, Belgium, um, and I did a week in Italy, literally just before coronavirus kicked off, so I was very lucky. I managed to get a week in Italy, which was great. That is the place you wanted to be pre-lockdown, was Northern Italy. Yeah, we were, I did, it was in Florence, and the great thing is, in Italy, the schools finish at 1.30, so I was doing half days. And it was great because I was getting put, paid for a full day. So I was like, sure, I'll take it. And then coronavirus oh, went yes, and ruined literally it. gone. ruined my yeah. contract. The Thursday night we found out, Monday, 
we were jobless. We were like, great, cool. Should we get drunk? <laughs> <laughs> get one in before it all stops for a few months. We were like, well, we might as well just go sit in a field and drink. So that's literally, we found a town, we found a river and we drank all weekend. It was great. And then we went home. So it was you a sound very like a sort of A travelling troupe from the 1900s. Yeah. yeah we found yeah, a river, yeah. we found some wine and we gathered round the river where we all got drunk in our caravans. <laughs> and then headed home from merry old England. It felt like that sometimes. It did feel like we were in the 1900s many a weekend because we were just literally stuck in the middle of nowhere with, you know, the nearest town was an hour drive, so we were stuck, so we would just buy bottles of wine and drink. And that was I just just imagine, so. oh, Fabrice, how was your day at school today? Oh, it was very good, mother. We watched the actors, they came in. Oh, you know there are some gypsies that have moved outside of town? No, mother, those are the people. Hold on, hold on, Chris, Chris. <laughs> Are you? Is this is this French or it's French, Italian? Yeah, Chris? it's French. Okay, just checking. You were doing all the French thing because I thought we would. I thought Still we were in Italy. Italy. <laughs> and then I'm just all confused. No, I ain't got though. that sort of skill. Okay, yeah. So basically, we were on the border of France, Italy. There, we weren't quite sure where we were. Ideal, sorted, okay. solved that yeah, problem. Yeah. They were on the French side of the river. <laughs> yeah. That was the border. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they're they're all in lockdown. Jess has just sat there with her friends drinking wine, going "fuck off." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and this back. makes me wonder about Narlin's education. Why did Narlin think you were an educator when you're happy to do half days yes. and you like drinking? <laughs> I mean, Narlin, what type of it? I always thought Narlin might have had a bit of a crap education, yeah. but yeah. he's like Jess is the best teacher yeah. ever. She's always drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. This is why it's yeah aspiration towards teaching. Yeah. I'll take that. I'm going to oh. put it on my CV now. Educator. I'm changing it. <laughs> Educator. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Put it Educator on. Educator with not... the 100 emoji. <laughs> and a beer. So the way this works, every guest, they submit their top three pubs. Yeah. Now, last week's guest, he was the first guest to put in an international drinking house, i.e. Uh, a place that isn't from the country where he lives. Okay, yeah. Because we had we had Chris on and he picked three places in Michigan, which is where he lives. Yeah. But uh, last week Josh put he gave us a bar in Amsterdam. Nice. Yeah. So they don't they don't specifically have to be to these famous Sceptred Isles. That's good because none of mine are. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Sort of just as well travelled. <laughs> this will be good. So uh, roll with us. Let's let's take your third favourite pub. My third favourite pub. It's called. No, I'm not going to... Okay, I'll say it in English. It's called The Coffin Bar. It's in Brussels. Um, in, okay. f- in French, wow. I can... Uh, le... <laughs> le quel? Maybe? It translates to The Coffin, essentially. And it's this bar in Brussels that we... I think we just stumbled across one night. We'd had a few drinks, and I think we just found it, and we were like, let's go in. It's very... It's what it says on the tin. You go in, and there's coffins. Um, what? What? I mean, why are we surprised? Yeah, I mean, it's well, because it's, it's a bit of a strange decorated decision. Do <laughs> you want tables? I've been there. I think. Is it Brussels? Where? No. Is it Brussels where the European Parliament is? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I've been You've there. Been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I've been there. Got I've been there and it's like there's you, yeah. you go in it's very dark and then a couple of the tables are like old coffins and then they've obviously put them in glass so yeah really creepy Whoa. dark but there's lots of skulls everywhere lots of creepy paintings mm. on the wall are the people behind the bar heavily pierced and tattooed 
I don't remember if I'm honest. Um, is it like a metal bar? <laughs> I think it's gothy. Yeah, it's more. Is yeah, it quite a gothy it's a, thing? definitely a gothy place. Like I don't. I think maybe I've been there three or four times. We'd usually end up in there. They had like little shots and everything, and one of the shots was called Creme de la Fetus, um, which oh, I did. Creme de la Fetus. Yes, which I didn't have because oh, I was like, that's not very appealing. Tasty. Um, cream of the la baby. Um, <laughs> I was like, I don't really want that shot. Like, what does this mean? But yeah, we just went in there a couple times just to sort of see what it was like. And it is, it's very like dark, grungy kind of cave. Is, is it the vibe of the place that you really like? Or is it just the fact that there's loads of coffins and gothic <laughs> shit dotted around? Surrounded by death. Um, <laughs> when, when you're on the verge of drinking yourself to death, yeah, like the three of us lads are, it's the ideal yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You pass out, you die. Drink and then... Just lay in, lay in you your casket. You don't have to pay for a funeral. Great. That'd be great That'd if they had a drug tank for, for unruly customers. They just chuck you and shut the lid. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get you when you're sober up. <laughs> I love that. No, I, yeah, I think I just liked it because it was, it was, I haven't been to somewhere like that before. So I sort of put that down. Plus the, the shots were great names. There was another one. Which we did do. So you drinking? You were drinking shots, I guess. You weren't on the beer or anything. I had a beer in there, definitely. But I'd also had a tequila. I'd had a tequila there, and then there was another shot called. Um, oh goodness, what was it called? I think it was called Shit on the Grass, um, and I think it was Shit on the <laughs> Grass. Oh, was it? Was that French? Shish on the grass. So I don't know what that was. That sounded more German. Um, but yeah, sorry, Chris, for insulting your accents earlier. Um, that was definitely not French. Yeah, yeah. I'm just hoping it is a shop, and Jess's drunken memories haven't confused actions with places. It sounded like we were there on the next morning. Walked into. Walked into a funeral director's and just. This is this is what I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think after they fucking drank a bottle of wine near the river, they all shut in the field and then broke into an undertaker's <laughs> and got yeah. out the baby juice. Oh, <laughs> just started yakking it back. Just. How do we tell the story and not sound weird? <laughs> we'll just say there's a pub. I'm never sure what baby juice would be, Chris. I'm Chris, little... I think I'm not sure I accept that terminology, baby juice. I think that, that opens up too many that's your, questions. That's your brain, son. I'm not getting yeah. involved. I don't think that's socially acceptable. It's, it's Chris. a bad state of affairs when your saving grace on the coffin story was Gareth good. Yeah. yeah, no, I know it. I've been there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. I like the again when I'm ninety. Yeah, I like the way you you said it, like it was the next day and you were in a hangover trying to remember what yeah. you'd been drinking. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Was I on pie? Did I have a yeah. beer? I'm not sure That's if I had a beer. I'm not right. See, Brussels, Brussels <laughs> fucked me up when I went. I went about a year ago for work. I love it. Did my work. Yeah. Like that's yeah. done, and it's an. It's, I took the Eurostar. Mm. That was done by about twelve o'clock, right. and my train wasn't till nine o'clock. Yeah. What are you? What? What is a man to do? In Brussels. I'll tell you, le pub. Yeah, le beer. I got mashed because the beers are really small, and you think, oh, how quaint and European, but they're fucking <laughs> strong, really aren't strong. they? Oh, they're like <laughs> nine, ten, sometimes twelve yeah. percent. You think, ah, oh, trois beers, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> I can get through free. I'm an Englishman. I'm used to pints. Fuck all of you. Next thing you know, I'm blotted. <laughs> On the floor. Blotted. In a field. I, oh, I was very close. I was very close. And I'm going, shit, I need to get back to the station. Fuck, I need to get back to Britain, right? Shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I, I walked back, managed to speak in sort of... And, and obviously, I'm sure you'll attest to this, Jess. Mm. 
the drunker you are, the better you are at speaking a foreign language. Oh, of course. I'm fluent in everything. Certainly language. in your head. Yeah. Yeah, that sure. might not be true in reality. No, You've just accosted not. a policeman and gone, bonjour, les gars de Bruxelles. Grab this guy. I'm, I'm mashed. I'm so drunk I can barely walk, right? The policeman's on a horse. I stroked the horse. Nice. I'm saying hello to the horse. Yep. He's laughing. He's like, this English man. He is pissed as a freaking cricket. Oh, God. I'm there, <laughs> stroking the horse. Get into passport control to get on the Eurostar. Then realise, why have I been stroking a horse? I'm severely allergic. <laughs> so my face, I've touched my face. It's, it's all over my hand. My hands are swollen up. My face is swollen up. They try to scan me into the passport machine. You know when you look in the machine? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going, no, that's not that's not the guy on the passport. This guy's got a massive, fat, red face. They have to call the fucking the gendarme or whatever the equivalent in Belgium is. He comes round. He's livid. He's like, oh, I can't believe this. They sit me down. They go, you are not travelling tonight, sir. Oh, no. You are not going back to London. Oh. I shit myself. <laughs> There's a pause. He starts laughing like, no, I'm joking with you, my friend. <laughs> I've never been so terrified in my life. <laughs> he goes into the barber in the Eurostar, right? It's in the lounge. He's like, is this man here? Please do not serve him any more beer. <laughs> Which is an embarrassing thing. Because everyone's looking at you like, Wee. <laughs> And then I passed out and woke up in London. So oh. Brussels is a dangerous place. So you made, so it, to I'm, the, you I'm made also, it on the train. I made it. I was on the receiving end of that. Because, uh, you know, when you're that drunk, you usually, like, drunk call your ex or something. He called me up. <laughs> oh, twat in Brussels. Oh, there was a horse. <laughs> and then that was the last I heard of him. I and went then... around a gallery, right? This whole gallery was in French. Yeah. I'm walking around it like, oh, wow. They're going, uh, what do you think? I'm like, ah, oh, yes, yeah, really good, mate, yeah. <laughs> Talking about how I think it should be in the tape modern and all sorts of shit like absolutely <laughs> shutting out my ass like yeah so yeah brussels oh, is a dangerous place to me how about you gareth how did you find brussels oh it was years ago i loved it i liked it i was there with a, an ex-girlfriend so it's nice but yeah that was years ago i don't remember that much about it but not because of drinking <laughs> i want to point that out Ooh. it was like years ago it was like years it was it was when you guys were toddlers maybe back in um, the days yeah back <laughs> in the days <laughs> Yeah, now then, have you never been to Brussels? I know. Uh, you... Never, never. But I do want to go to the the coffin bar, though. That sounds like a. We're going to take a, you there, now then. Coffin bar that sounds sick. Did you did you go because of the name, Jess? No, or we did. You just rock up one day. We literally just stumbled across it on a night out. We like were walking to another pub and found it, and we were like, "Oh, well, let's check it out." And stayed, and then went back a couple times, and it turned out our manager uh, knew about this pub as well. So we met him one night there. So yeah. So we've been a couple of mm. times now. It was just a really funky place. How many coffins? It's like the whole uh, thing. No. Like, do you like, get to sit in coffins? No. Or are they just I wish. I wish there was more coffins. Actually, that's probably actually why it's maybe my third. <laughs> my no. worst criticism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not enough coffins. Not enough. Because yeah. <laughs> I think there's death. like maybe two or three that I can like visually remember right now, but they're like tables. But it would be cool if there was like a coffin you could sort of go in. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah, I think if I was drunk, I'd be like, sure, put me in this coffin. Hundred <laughs> percent. And then that'd be it. I'd be there all night. <laughs> How many stories of people waking up the next day in the morning still, and still just, in that coffin? What the fuck? I slept in a coffin last night. And that's where the sh- where, that's where the shot comes from. Shit on the grass because you have shot yourself in a coffin, and they're like, oh yes, let's uh, name this shot. 
After all these people. Um. <laughs> it's like Marie, Marie Antoinette, let them eat cake. The Brussels equivalent, let them shit on the grass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we sort it out tomorrow. Yeah. I keep thinking that is a French name for some reason. <laughs> shit on the grass <laughs> just sounds <laughs> French when you say it. Yes, shit I don't know why. It's because I'm, yeah. you know, so so European now. I've spent so long in France. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I am French now, basically. So, yeah. what can I say? Good work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than Chris, who just has a French <laughs> accent for every country he goes to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it does the job till you get to sort of Poland and then you need to change to Russian. But you'll be fine. You'll be yeah. fine. You, you can get about. Yeah. Just look affable. So, actually, actually, Chris, before mm. we move on, why was Narlin the first person you called? Mm. He That's wasn't. Not, I actually. mean, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. I don't. I don't I think. Don't I don't think he was. If if memory serves me correctly. <laughs> oh, was, no, don't just say it, Chris. It was. <laughs> um, it wasn't. was. It was one euro fifty a pint. Nice. And I decided that there was nothing better than spending ten euros in this place. Yeah. I got chatting to the barman who didn't speak a word of English. So fuck knows what we were talking about. <laughs> And I got to that level of drunk where I thought, I'll just, I'll just have a chat with someone. I just need someone to talk to. Yeah. Oh. And it was literally anyone that was online on Facebook. Oh, no, Lynn, if I, People I haven't to spoke this, to in, yeah, in weeks or months or years were getting called. Fuck you, Chris. And then, when I Fuck knew, you. and then when I knew that they'd finished work, then it was hang time in China. And it was right, Nalin will finish at the tape now. Ring him up. <laughs> And I just... You've broken Narlin. You... That was Narlin's nicest memory. Yeah. Somebody actually cared enough about him when they were drunk after kissing a horse and calling him because <laughs> yeah, they were but, dying. But this, by this point... And instead, you, you yeah, but... fucking just destroy him. In fact, this. this podcast is over. Fuck you, Chris. Me and Narlin are going alone. Yeah, we're going to go to the coffin bar. Yeah. <laughs> you. you broke Narlin. And that boy hasn't had a haircut in months. <laughs> You didn't need to bring that into it, okay? That was so, I'm I do, because we're going to be in work tomorrow, and if you look that state in work tomorrow, you better put some gel or something <laughs> and calm that mop down, man. Jesus. Those <laughs> yeah, yeah we, do, we do this on Zoom, this recording, by the way, folks, so that's why we can see each other. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not just imagining what each other looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I just have drawings of Narlin. Every week I add a bit of length to his hair. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. some scary shit, that fall. Pin the hair yeah. on that. up at the tape one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pin the hair on that, yeah. So, so bar number three is... Was, was we, La Coquelle. Yeah, call it the coffin bar. We'll call it the coffin yeah. bar. Mm. And it's the Brussels bar with the coffins at the table. So that's, yeah. that's a strong number three. Yeah. So, second favourite bar in the world, Jess. Okay. Can I just also just add, picking three pubs is very difficult. I've been oh, to yes. many a pub and... That's why we don't yeah. do it. We get, we <laughs> I was like, it. like, you guys. <laughs> I'm sitting there with like pages and pages. Well, this is this is how we lure them all in for season two. Yeah, this is what I want. I, I want to come back. Sorry, I've, did you just say I'm, pages and pages, pages of research? Pages. So she just got out the, the old book, the old almanac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let me see. Mm. Or like one of them um, globe whiskey holders just spinning the globe. Like, where where is the bar? bar? (laughs) So. Pub number two. Number two. We're still in Belgium, but this time we're in Bruges. Love that. In Bruges. In Bruges. Oh. Great film. Yeah. 
Nice. That's what pissed me off last time. I went. To, I remember now. I went to Brussels a second time, yeah. and then I found out Bruges is only another hour on the train yeah. from Brussels. Yeah. I was well pissed yeah. off that I'd just booked to go to Brussels. Yeah, you're a fool. I'd got there Again. over on the Eurostar. I mean, it was nice. Brussels <laughs> is lovely. Tintin Museum, all that stuff, all the big sort of things. Yeah. But when big I realised I was so close to Bruges, I was like, "Damn, you fool!" <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> I feel bad for Brussels. <laughs> Brussels is lovely. I'll tell you I what, mean, Brussels, to be honest, the minute I found out Bruges was an hour away, you cunt. <laughs> yeah. I've already done Brussels. But, you know, sold an absolute shit show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Brussels is better than anywhere. It, well, it's better than Didcot, occasionally. Except for on a sunny day, Didcot beats anywhere. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Didcot shit. But, yeah. Okay, sorry. Anyway, carry on. Um, in Bruges. In Bruges. Yeah. So, yeah, been to Bruges twice, been to this pub twice, and it's called, which... Again, I think the way the pub has translated it into English is wrong because it just doesn't make sense. But the pub is called Beers Yesterday's World. <laughs> Which is Beers Yesterday's yeah. World. So it doesn't actually make any sense. So I think on the pub's heart behalf, like how they've translated it is wrong. <laughs> but like old like ye oldie beers? Beers no, of the past? Maybe. Something like that. Well uh, well actually yeah, so on it's an antique shop slash Ah, so, I reckon it's beers of the uh, past. You know, okay. I, yeah, yeah, I, I hadn't this even cool. think about that. It's literally, you walk past it, you wouldn't realise it's a bar. Again, I think we went in because someone else we were with had been in there before. So we sort of went in and the first time we went, it was packed. You know, there's like three tables. It's a very small antiques shop but from like i'm not gonna lie i i don't know the full details but at the moment it strikes me as you just walked in on a load of mates <laughs> that use this antiques business as a front for their homemade alcohol willy wonka did a uh, was doing like a brewery beers of yesterday's world would be the title of his film yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to entice people in all these like so, you, so how did you know it was there you just saw an antiques shop and thought I'm gonna go get some no, so vintage Tintin merch. I, I think the first <laughs> Tintin's is Brussels. The first by the way. People, yeah, Chris. He sounds very bitter about that. <laughs> I am, it's the one good moment in Brussels. If there's one, if there's one fucking so fuck you, Chris. You didn't even use a French accent. <laughs> yeah. I mean Jesus. Sorry, carry on, Jeff, sorry. It's fine. Um I can't remember how again how we found out. I think who we were with at the time, there was a group of us, and I think one of the boys had been in there before, so he knew about it. But you walk in, it's like sort of ceiling to floor filled with old antiques, and you're like, oh god, what is this place? Like, where have we entered? But it's this tiny little shop slash bar, there's about four tables, and you sit down and they bring you a menu, and there's a little bar and you get a beer. And you can buy anything in there as well. Which is great. Yeah, I was going to say, was there anything that you wanted from this no, little no, antique oh, no, thing? No, no, anything no. that looked cursed? I was going to say, yeah, careful not to touch cursed. anything. Like, you, yeah. there <laughs> was all sorts. There was dolls, there was jewellery, there's old cameras, there's pictures of children on the wall, weirdly. Oh, um, good. Yeah, which is what you want Ooh. to see. It's a very strange... I just imagine the proprietor of this establishment coming down in like a felt fez and a gown, with yeah. a gown. Yeah, <laughs> beckoning you upstairs. Come along, come along. Well, there was, there's, there was Don't upstairs. touch that, it's I never, cursed. I never went upstairs, but I feel like maybe... <laughs> Whatever you do, do not make eye contact with the evil doll at the top of the stairs. <laughs> no, don't sit there, it's cursed. It is the devil's chair. Okay, just make sure your next pub's not in a French-speaking country, obviously, Chris. I'm, going. I'm, really, I'm afraid it is. We don't move very far around. I, I, I forgot about Chris and his uh, 
wonderful accent. Yeah, his, his confidence <laughs> yeah. in the French accent. How, how local was was the people of Biz of yesterday's world? Were they like, could they speak any English or was he like really in the depths of it? Of course they could speak English, darling. That's why we fought the war. <laughs> Oh god! Oh, here we go. Jesus Christ, Chris! <laughs> that's like, that's like Chris Weren't you meant to back. be in a pub? I thought you should have been in a pub at six a.m. in the morning. <laughs> that's about where you guys hang out. Um, <laughs> He's about to get his Saint George tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Have you not seen oh the lion god. on the back of my thigh? Yeah. 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 Oh, Jesus! Um, he goes out of Trafalgar every morning to pay homage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god, he's been watching too much Hello Hello, that's where he's got his bloody French accent from, isn't he? That cop in that. So John Cleese's fault, yeah. Yeah. What was the name of this pub again? Beers, um, beers yesterday's world. world. Yeah. See, I think I think we didn't spend long enough contemplating this. I mean, we all just jumped this philosophical moment yeah. where we could have just sat in silence wondering if any of us can work out the name of that pub and what it means beers, to our insides. But past. instead we just go straight to the French accents <laughs> or is in there, Belgium. Is there a full stop? Is it beers yesterday's world? Like it's two things. No, I think it's... It's, it's a pub before it's an antique shop. I think it's beers. The antiques just world. invaded. I think it's just one yeah. thing. Oh, I'm liking it. Yeah, maybe they didn't sell beers. Maybe they sold like wine that was like beer or some drink that wasn't actually beer. Oh, yeah. You know, like non-meat burgers. Oh, don't so you'd get go me. non-meat. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Does that make sense? Yeah. Not really. Maybe. Yeah, you can sell other things. I mean, in England we got yeah. Curry's PC World, so beers of yesterday's <laughs> world also works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good, good well, work, like, Narlin. This well, is why, like, Narlins have two minutes of thinking time. Well, yeah, because um, I need to re- replenish the, uh, the half of the education that I lost. <laughs> yeah, through admiring your teacher's half days and drinking. Um, yeah. But like Narlin said, what was the vibe in there? Was it all local people? I mean, I'm just imagining that it sounds like someone out of a fucking Tim Burton film. Yeah, yeah. it was very or, like, strange. Coraline. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Everyone just sat around in pinstripe suits and turn-of-the-century dresses. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise I kind of wish it was that now. No, so the first time we went, it was full of English stag do's. And I was, you know, that was really authentic. But the second time we went, it was empty and it was just us. And it was just the, the barman and he was very French. Well, Belgium. Oops. They shouldn't say French. Oh, they're not going to like me. Sorry, Malcolm. So he... We didn't really get to chat to him too much because the second time we went, we sat outside in the courtyard. And again, everything's for sale. You could buy everything in that store if you had the money to. It was great. You could buy the toilet seat. They had toilet seats on the wall in the toilet for sale. Um, what, like vintage toilet seat? I don't know. I hope... Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. I hope... Who wants a toilet seat <laughs> that someone's arse has already <laughs> hope, been on? I hope they... Second hand. Mm. And how are you proving the provenance <laughs> of it? Yeah, this is a toilet that Louis XV sat on. See? Someone signed it. left under the seat. <laughs> Carbon <Like>, dated. <laughs> Carbon dated his arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's weird. I mean, the only toilet seat I've ever wanted... But do you remember when you skinned a being q and you see the barbed wire one? No. no, I like the, equi- the the fish one. Yeah, yeah. I used to have fish a fish one. one. That was a good one. That was fun. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, I Jealous. was a cool kid. I was a cool kid. Mm. I had a fish toilet seat. That is that actually. Is cool. This is this is going off completely from this pub. There's another pub in Bruges, and in the toilet, the sink was a fish bowl, and it had fish in it. And it was kind of sad because no you know, these little fish did look mm. a bit dead, but they were swimming in a way. Mm. But that was cool. Yeah. But they didn't they didn't flush when you. Oh no, it's in, in the, the sink. sink bowl, yeah, so it was like a glass bowl, yeah. sink. Yeah. Almost, and it was just full of fish. Mm, that's amazing. But yeah, that was a. D- 
I'm just going to drop in something while we're on toilet seats. Yeah. This house that I'm <laughs> renting, have you ever had a problem with a toilet seat falling down? You know, it just doesn't stay Off up. Kilter. Or no. Or yeah. yeah. No. They've got magnets. They've glued magnets onto our toilet seat in this place. No. And it works perfectly. You have one in the basin that holds the toilet seat up. Um. Then the next toilet seat has a magnet. And the next one... And it holds them up. They don't fall down. Look at the smile that on his face. Yeah. How recently did this get put is this, in? Is this what you've got to look no, forward to in the middle age? This year. No, it's just one of those things that you just sort of, every time I go for a wee, I just look at it and I go, for the last 40 years I've suffered. Well, not 40, but yeah, I mean, because until I was five, my mum was taking me. But, you know, um, for the last 35 years I've suffered and then suddenly you move into a place and the answer is so simple. Magnets. Magnets. Yeah, it is. The amount of times you... You know, because I'm, I'm one of those guys who use the foot hook technique. Yeah. You know, where uh, you lift yeah, it up foot, with your foot. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially but if public. it's falling down, yeah, if it's falling down, you have to hold the seat, which is always a bit annoying. Yeah, you just come back in with another foot if you're skilled. How do you do... Yeah, but what do you do? How, how do you how'd cradle... You, how do you balance? Both feet on a toilet seat. Yeah, you no, catch it under the foot. But what I want to know is, do you look at other toilets without Don't magnets? change the subject. No, I'll come back to this. But do you look at other toilet seats like they're lesser if they don't have magnets? Well, I, I, if they fall forward, you're just like, well, that's that's problematic <laughs> and it's really simple to solve. Now I know. Previously, I would have been like, oh, this is really bad. You know, <laughs> this is very annoying. You know, what happens if it, you sort of think you've balanced it and then sometimes it falls forward in the middle of a wee and then it cuts through the wee? Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> and it's all that type yeah. of stuff. And then after this, you know, in this year, 35 years after I started using a toilet on my own, <laughs> I don't know if I was five. I think I might have been early. I'm not sure what age you start toileting on your own. Um, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's a verb. But, you know, all of a sudden it's answered it's just magnets all you need are magnets <laughs> all you need are magnets <laughs> yeah. can we put anyway. that on your gravestone all yeah, you need yeah. are magnets yeah and, and, and they can magnetise it up so if the gravestone falls over it'll just magnetise up um, so anyway Narlin two like fucks a on a toilet magician's seat. trick the floating gravestone <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it wouldn't be shitty it'd That'd be a yeah, good be magician awesome. yeah, trick yeah. you'd be fucking amazed bro. you'd be like there's shit I've been to this graveyard you'd Wet yourself, poo yourself, actually. You like pooing, don't you? Yeah, I do. Um, but <laughs> what's it called? So, anyway, the two seat on the toilet seat, well, weird thing. Sorry, two feet. Jess, that was the biggest diversion we've ever had on this show. <laughs> oh God, he's done it again. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to know about the two, the two feet on he's, the toilet he's seat. Like, oh, right, no, no, no. It's not, he's it's as not good two as a Tory MP, isn't he? So, you win your Kegel, if the toilet seat's coming down, you're using Kegel muscles, holding the Wii. Get that right foot to prop that toilet seat back up and you go again. What's a Kegel? It's like your, your muscles, isn't it, to stop your wee. Okay. Can you, like, stop mid-piss? Good, and on that yeah, yeah, fascinating side I normally note, just use oh, my finger. This bit is definitely not going to be included. <laughs> but... I usually <laughs> use my finger. No! <laughs> so, so... We've gone for two two Belgian places. We've gone for the Coffin Bar. We've gone for Beers Yesterday's World, which I'm still convinced which is I'm, an hallucinogenic dream. Flipping toilet seat world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> which just sounds like an alcoholic's antique shop. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how it probably started. Probably everyone just went there and ended up drunk, and then they were like, "Let's turn fan. it into a pub." It probably has got. You've more... definitely. <laughs> Definitely sold me these two places. I want to check them out. I definitely want to go and buy some. So what are we? What are we saying? Is is chief? 
pub. Right. Chief bar. Number, number one. one for Jess Eastman. We're going back to Brussels. I'm taking you back home. Oh, back home. Gareth will be oh, furious. Gareth. Hold on. To <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not I, lo- I do love Brussels. I do love Brussels. I've never been to Bruges. <laughs> one day, one day you'll get there. Yeah, one day, one day. This is the future foreign realize. ambassador of Britain talking. <laughs> yeah. Okay, come on then. What's your next one in, in Brussels? Brussels? So it's not. Yeah, it's making me feel it's good. It's not in the city centre. It is a little bit out. It's where I lived for a long time. How long have I? I've stayed there now for like I reckon about six months in total. Which is a long time for that's, me. You can call that living. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. And it was our our local called Les Maisons, which translates to the house. Oh, the house. Yeah. It's your bog standard pub, which is sort of we went there most weekends, most most nights. We were there, but the first time we went in, it's a very local pub to you know the older men and the older women who live around that area. So we all walk in. There's a group mm. of twelve of us. We're English, Irish, American and New Zealand. And they all just, it's that typical, like, they all just stop and look. And we're all like, bonjour! And they're like... (laughs) (laughs) they're like, oh, God. They're like, no, why? You say there was an old man in the corner on a fruit machine. (laughs) Just turned with a cigarette in his mouth. (laughs) Was your American friend wearing a bum bag? Probably. (laughs) With a map of the city. All of them. It's a fanny pack over there. It is, it is. Um, I'll never say it though. So you walk into this pub, everyone's looking at you. You approach the bar, what are we ordering? I'm ordering I'm ordering wine at this pub. It's cheap to drink wine there. It was like two euros for a glass, but they like it's not one of those tiny little glasses. They fill it up to the to the brim. So it was it was two euros, so I'd have many of them but once we'd been there you know like for the week they realized that we were all going to be there for a while and we were i reckon their main source of income for the time we were there because we were always there there was 12 of us we always were drinking and it was actually my last time we went and the owners they don't speak any english so we have to like order in french and we have to try and communicate in french and again we're drunk we can't we say bonjour and we can order our wine and that's it. But in January this year, it was John's birthday, my boyfriend's birthday, and we we went we all went there for a night out because we didn't really want to go into the city. And the the lady behind the bar, we never really spoke to her. She was always there, but didn't speak to her. And I can't remember if we told her it was his birthday or if she kind of just guessed because we were like loud and she heard the word birthday. I'm not really sure what happened. But she disappears and comes back with a bottle of frozen vodka. And like shot glasses. <laughs> bon anniversary! <laughs> yes. Just wipes it on the table. Essentially, she lines these shot glasses up and fills up shots of vodka, and these the shot glasses then like lit up the moment like liquid hit it. So these all like sparkly light up shot glasses, and she just keeps giving us these free vodka shots, and it was great. Like she barely spoke any English, so we were like trying to tell her what we do. She was trying to talk to us. We were all drunk. We didn't really know what was happening. But we were getting free drinks, so it was great. So it was that kind of like very friendly, homely bar who give you free drinks. So it had to be number one for me. Had to be. Is this lady, like, does she look like she works in like, I'm picturing like medieval tavern type lady. <laughs> Is that the kind of woman we're dealing with here? No, very... Nessa ran a Belgian pub. Almost, yeah. almost completely opposite to Nessa of Belgium. Like, very small, very petite. Almost, she would, she'd like never she'd speak to she belongs in the south of France. Yeah. Yeah, always in a vineyard. Like, yeah. like in another world, she was a fierce ballet teacher. Yes, yeah. exactly that. She probably was. Cool. 
She did look scary. Well, she bought these but she gave us free haunted shots. shot glasses from the antique oh, shop and beers yesterday and, as well. And I managed to take some shot glasses. I don't know whether I asked her or just took them. Stole them. <laughs> <laughs> it was lost in translation. She was so lovely to me, I just nicked some glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I bought them or took them. Yeah. Officer. I, have them. I don't know. I have. Maybe I killed them, maybe I left her alive. <laughs> well, I mean, I actually don't know because we never went back because that was our last time we were there, so like, yeah. who knows what happened to her. So are we, are um, we talking, like, <laughs> I'm imagining a stained floral carpet Barstools that smell like beer and nut. Like, I can't no, picture the, the it, Belgian pub with yeah. the locals. It actually isn't. Or is as, it proper European stained very, glass windows and? Yes, European wooden floor. I'm trying to imagine it now because yeah. it's one of those things you go in so much. Wooden floor and then it's very like long and thin. This pub and you've got all these like long benches on the side and then the tables and then lots of plants everywhere actually and there was a tv always playing some kind of music and that was kind of it then you had the bar and lots of people at the bar all of the time so it was again not a very big pub and i think it was their house essentially upstairs was that house because to get to the toilet you almost had to go into their corridor of the house i assume because if i well i guess yeah i never went upstairs but yeah there there were stairs to go upstairs so i reckon if i ran upstairs it would be their house and i assume that's where she got the vodka from it could have been her own personal vodka have you ever seen um have you ever seen the griswold's european vacation no have you ever seen that film um oh what's it called where they basically go to the wrong... The, the, the door number falls off and they go visit in Germany and they're looking for their cousin Oh, my Germany, God, yes. And they go to the wrong house. No. And because nobody speaks each other's language, they just end up staying in that house. Is that what happened to you? Maybe. That's actually... I say I lived in Brussels for six months. That's where I was. I maybe... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't Take leave. it under this lady's wing. <laughs> yeah. They were never booked yeah. into these schools that they performed at. <laughs> I was actually it was just... never arranged. They <laughs> just turned up. Bonjour. Yeah. So fuck. <laughs> Let me. <in. laughs> sure. Okay. That's why none of the, that's why none of these pubs sound have the names of pubs <laughs> and they were don't pubs. Like, sound yeah. like pubs yeah. on they the inside. It was a, it was a morgue, an antique shop, and somebody's house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just basically. Just, it just goes to random places and nicks people's drinks. <laughs> That's basic. So there's our top three. So we've got the coffin bar, we've got beers yesterday's world, and number yep. one is La Maison. La Maison. Or the house. Yes. house. So just mm-hmm. one question for you. What is your wildest tale from any pub, any time? Your craziest... <sighs> Pub story. Yeah, any weird encounters. And I'd like I'd like to raise one that I remember that we've experienced together as a free Narlin. It Jess better not be that pig story again, Chris. It's not that, that one. Involved, I'm wondering I'm wondering if you guys will remember it involves the game God Save the Queen oh God. and my father. <gasps> I do remember. I do remember. I completely forgot. I don't remember. Was this we were the in the Hendon. I'll let I'll let you tell that one. Yeah. So we were in the Hendon. <laughs> Why were your were your parents down just for the weekend or something? They'd just come to visit. Yeah. yeah. And I said, well, I'm meeting my friends, and they went, that's all right. We'll come along. Yeah. Okay. And we played God Save the Queen, which I don't think I'd played before until that very moment i think you introduced and it's you put if you end up putting five p or a coin into the drink someone has yeah, to down you it manage to drop a coin in someone's yeah. drink you sing the national anthem and they've got a drink yeah, the yeah. Queen but yeah. 
and it happened your dad someone did you put someone put a 5p i remember it was a 5p coin it was your 5p which is crucial to the story it was your five pence it was my i didn't know it was mine that it was kind your of that money. changes things it was your money which is why which is why efforts were made to return it to you yeah mm. i remember okay so my 5p i didn't realize it was mine i forgot that ended up in chris's dad's drink and he he downed the drink but i don't think any of us really realized but he then swallowed the 5p the 5p had gone so in the process of downing his drink he swallowed the 5p and at some point and i get a i get a phone call saying have you checked the post <laughs> and he'd sent royal mail first class please apologize to your friend jess i know that money's tight for students and it sent the 5p that had been that he'd shit out and fished it out, cleaned it up, and sent it back I in the post. To give back to Jess. I remember yeah. this first class. I was like, yeah. why? That's right. Sent it first class. And that five. And he felt, and he genuinely felt really bad that he'd swallowed Jess's five p. Those are the oh. antics of a mad king. Did you realise he swallowed the five p? That because I don't remember realising it until we got the five p back. That we were like, oh, he swallowed it. Did we? But did we know? Yeah. At the pub? I think I think Mum pointed it out with a sort of withering glance. Like, <laughs> yeah, he just swallowed that, <laughs> knowing that he was too far gone. Yeah. So, yeah. He swallowed five p. Oh well. It happened. And then pr- I remember him promising he'll give it back to you, and you just you've never met the man. You'll just say like, okay. <laughs> sure. I mean, it was five p. I I took that five p back. And I spent I mean, it yeah, it came in something. Royal Mail first class. You've got to take it back. It <laughs> that's, that's my personal highlight of, of, of my crazy story from our encounters in Le Pub. Is, is that I completely time. forgot about that until the moment you said it, I knew exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> I, can, I did. Because I usually most of my memory. Yeah, well, most of the time I'm so drunk I don't really remember. And I say, I say so drunk, I've had like two Strongbow Dark Fruits at this point. Yeah, that's value um, for money at uni. Yeah, <laughs> very true. There was some, I mean, we we met some people in France. We met some mad people. Again, in the middle of France, there's not many pubs. And the sort of places we ended up drinking were either, they were like pub slash shop slash post slash betting shops. Like they were, that's what it was in right. France. There wasn't anything else. Mm. So you've got like this tiny little village of like 10 houses and this is where they all go. And you've got one beer on tap and that's it, nothing else. So you have to drink that. And we'd go there and we'd sit and drink. And again, all the locals are looking at you like, who are these people? And we met some mad people. Like, again, no English. We were trying to tell them what we did. They were trying to talk to us. We had no idea. A little girl called me a piece of toilet paper in French. I was very offended. Uh, what? Um, what is a piece of toilet paper in French? Uh, I think it's la paper toilette. <laughs> I think it's oh, right. that. So, yeah, I worked that one out. That's how I knew yeah. that. Because she, like, again, this was this was this year. This was in, it must have been about February. We went into a local, I can't call them pubs because they weren't pubs, but they, they were to them. Drinking spots, I guess. Um, yeah, and we went in, and again, everyone sort of stares at us, and we're like, oh, God. And we grab a drink. And, I mean, it's cheap there. It's great. We bought a glass of wine once, and it was like a euro. It was you know the best thing ever but everyone speaks french and they this little girl came over to us and she she wanted to know what we were doing but we couldn't really speak to her and then she was telling us that we could only speak french to her and i was like but how how are we gonna do this and she just spoke french to us and we just repeated what she said and she called me toilet paper she was like you are the a piece of toilet paper and i was like 
ouch, I've just been, <laughs> I've just been mugged off yeah. by an eight-year-old French girl here. <laughs> Um, oh my god! <laughs> I cried all the way home. I mean, to be honest, if you think you're talking to people who don't speak your language, you would try and get away with them saying, "I'm a piece of toilet <laughs> <Yeah>. paper." <laughs> I mean, add a lot worse. I know you, darling, especially. She took yeah. a chance. I mean, yeah, good on her. Toilet paper, and she took it. Yeah, yeah. And I was she like, did, you know what? You're did. not wrong, kid. I was like, sure. I was like, I agree. Um, <laughs> and then another time, Soft and yeah. double sheeting. Like, merci, merci. <laughs> Uh, another time we were, this was two years ago, we were in a random place again drinking and they only gave us half pints at that point, which was really annoying because we were like, no, we want full pints. You want but pints. They had, yeah, they were like, petite, we were like, yeah, okay. No, no, um, grande. <laughs> we were like, not really, but that's the only glasses they had and they literally would have like full glasses and that was it. Mm. So we just had to keep giving them back and everything. But this other guy, he was... There was this group of old men and they were like trying to talk to us. They were smoking joints. They were like trying to chat to us. And then one of this, he was a massive man with like lots of hair and a beard and everything. And he was like photo. And we were like, sure, like he wanted a photo with us. But he wanted a photo of him on our phone with the sunset. (laughs) (laughs) On my, like he didn't want a photo on his phone. It was, we had to take a picture of him. And then he got, I like it. Yeah, and then he got me and my teammate Beth in, so that I've got this photo of this random French man on my phone with me and Beth. Like, hey, we're like smiling. We're like, what do we do here? Like, this is so awkward. And then we were like, do you, you want to see it? And he was like, no. And we're like, okay. It was so <laughs> I think I want to see it. We've got to go to this town. This sounds like the best town ever. They insult <laughs> people by calling them toilet roll and then just take, get them to take photos of you. It was so I'm going to start doing that. But they they were like the best places, like the random pubs in the middle of nowhere. Another pub, we finally managed to find like an actual pub with a pool table and an actual bar with more than one drink. And the owner claimed to be, and I don't know, because I don't know anything about pool or snooker. He was like, I'm number one in France. And we were like, okay, sure. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. But he had like loads of trophies and he was like, these are all mine. We were like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, okay, I, I bet you, like, if I win, uh, you have to pay for your drinks. But if you win, you get free drinks. And we were like, yeah, sure. And I kid you not, the game lasted maybe a minute. Because he was just bam, bam, bam in. And I was like, maybe he is the best in France. Like, maybe. I don't... Maybe that's I why don't. he wanted the photos. So that you could you could just show random people. Look at this weird man. <laughs> and they go, um, uh, you, <laughs> you basically just met... You met the Ronnie O'Sullivan. Yeah, you basically France. met Ronnie O'Sullivan. <laughs> and you go, look at this weird man I've met. And they've gone, fucking hell. <laughs> Do you know who that is? And I'm like, no. Somewhere, there's, somewhere there's a Frenchman that's bumped into like... Yeah. Harry Kane's got no idea who it is. It's going, look at this weird man I've found. And they're going, that's the fucking captain of England. <laughs> that's probably what happened. I'm still convinced that that, that bloke that took a, that wanted a picture was like a time traveller. Yeah. He's going to come, he's going to knock back. He's like, this is me. Remember me? I look exactly the same, even though you're going to be like 60. Yeah, yeah, oh you'll God. see him when you're in your mid-80s. Really? Yeah, he's going to come back. And all it's just, it's just a appear and be his yesterday world. Just, <laughs> hello. There he is. <laughs> It's your great great grandson. <laughs> so, there, yeah. so there we go. We've got we've got our free pubs from chest. We've got the coffin bar or La Coquelle, maybe, we're not sure. We've got Beers Yesterday's World. And then number one we got La Maison. So Jess, one last question for you. Yeah. We got room at the last order in okay. for a drink behind our bar. Oh nice. And 
something to put on our snack menu. So let's go for the snack first. What are you bringing to our snack menu? Now, when you say snack, what do you mean? Because when I think We're snack... not doing a fancy pantsy sitting down, here's your food, sir. I've served it yeah, on Yeah, there's this... nothing being cooked. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Okay. Okay. This is this is she disappears maybe upstairs or under the bar yeah. and just yaps it on the table. Hold on. Small plate. Hold Small on. plate. No, they do cook it slightly. We have chips and stuff, yeah, don't we? Like, I mean, you yeah, can't yeah. just we say got... we don't have chips, or she's just going to come up with pickled onions. <laughs> Small I mean, plates. I mean, this come on, you guys. Be onions. fair. You you can have cooking. It's it's sort of you know what you'd get in a shitty pub. Yeah. Not in a not in a restaurant. No, that's fine. Although we're packing camembert already. <laughs> yeah, I mean the camembert. We shouldn't have allowed that, and it's camembert. your fucking fault, darling. Camembert, interesting. Um, no, yeah. so I have, I've, I've chosen. I don't. You might have already had it, but I've, I've gone from a bowl of nuts is the classic. But Ooh, nice. No, I haven't had them. But that is, but what we nuts? Haven't... Dry roasted or or pistachios? No, so, or... so a mix. I I'm requesting that you just have like a big bucket of a mixed nuts. And you give us a little dish and we can just fill it up as we want. You know, free nuts. Okay. Cool. I'm liking it. I like that. We'll stick the barrel of mixed nuts on the side of the bar. Thank you. Because it's nothing worse for me when you finish your nuts and then you have to ask for more. But, you know, dip back in. Double dip. Scoop them in. So you want a a nut dispensary? Yes. I don't ask for much, but that is one thing I'm asking for. Consider consider it done. So what are we putting behind the bar then, Jess? This was a difficult choice because I I do like my strongbow dark fruit, but I went against that. Um, I'm a changed woman now. I've gone for a Belgian beer because I thought, Belgium, why not? Here we are. It's called called a Delirium Red and it is a fruity strong beer and it ruined me many a night and I actually have a <laughs> I have a bottle of it in my bedroom that I still haven't drunk yet I'm saving it um but it's it's an eight percent fruity beer but one of them Ooh. I'm gone so it's great that's nice. all you need are they did you bring that over or are they available to <laughs> I buy did. you can buy uh. you can buy the delirium just normal beer in Tesco's but the delirium red okay. you can't but the first time I had it I didn't think it was eight percent so I was like thinking it was just a fruity beer thinking I'm you know, telling you this is how they get you I'm convinced yeah. this is their master it's, plan it's this is how insane. they trick you because at that yeah. point as well I wasn't a big fan of beer like I didn't really enjoy beer until I went to Belgium and I and I was like oh a fruity beer I'll have that and I like downed half a pint and I'm sitting there like why am I drunk like I don't understand and it took me ages to go and like sort of look at the bottle and be like oh my god this is 8% and I've now just had two pints and I'm like ready to throw up and go home and it's like 6am <laughs> In the morning, just, you know, some orange juice in the morning. Now we know why um, they come prepared with the coffins. Yeah, it is. It's it's to die. Um, So there we go. We've got Delirium Red behind the bar. We've got Mitch Nuts on the bar and they can be refilled. Yes. Um, We have the coffin bar. We had beers of yesterday's world and we've got Le Maison. Thank you very much, Jess. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jess. Cracking. Thank you very much. Thanks again to Jess Heesman reminding us that it's always better to drink in Belgium than it is in central France. Um, if you've got three pubs that think it's worth mentioning, feel free to get in touch at the podcrewpubcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and tell your friends and family and tune in next week, actually, um, to find out if Nalins um, takes control of his bouffon or continues to grow it out. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.